Today's show is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Welcome to The Biggest Problem in the Universe, the show where we discuss every problem in the universe from anal probes to homophobes. <laughs> with over 5 million downloads, this is the only show where you decide what should or shouldn't be on the big list of problems. I'm Maddox with me as Dick. Hey, what's up, buddy? Sean, our audio engineer, and the oh. Sneaky Greek is back. Welcome back, gentlemen. Well, thanks for having Snuck me. back in. Yeah. <laughs> sneak, and mur- sneak right back in. Ah, oh, boy, gentlemen. Not on time, but he snuck back in. Uh, yeah. That's, that's the problem. It. That's my problem this week. Late Sorry. assholes who make everyone reschedule the podcast. <laughs> so it's early in the morning. So everyone has to wake up early to do the research that they didn't want to do the night before because they were too drunk. And then shows up late. I, like, shows I, up late with their dick in their ass. I have no excuse, but I have a pretty long dick if it reaches all the way back in my head. Oh, you're oh. disgusting. You're a disgusting, shameless man. That's a good spin, buddy. I thank didn't see you. that coming. No, thank you. No one ever does when you get a dick in the <laughs> when it's your own. I'm going to tell Randy to chew you out for that. I'm going to say, Randy, <sighs> Stereos was late. Can you call him and yell at him? Andy, <laughs> Randy. Tra- like there was- pretend you're Wayne Brady and chew, lay into him. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I got a comment about that. But before we get to that, guys, the biggest problem in the universe from last week Star Wars prequel apologists. Really? Yeah. yeah. It's it's a big problem. Followed by scumbag. Jerry, yeah. Followed by geriatric action heroes. Those were neck and neck. The, the votes mm. were they were only they were only six or seven apart this yeah, morning. Neck and oh. waddly neck. Yeah. So and, we both won. Uh, yeah, guys, except I had more of. votes Pe- than you. People, did you guys let me explain the show. <laughs> you were the last to, winner. To new listeners and also oh, yeah. uh my co-host Dick and Asterios and Sean, the audio engineer, for, for people who don't understand the show yet. All right. Okay. So what we're doing uh-huh. is we're ranking the problems to see which one is bigger over time so that we can just determine which one is biggest. I don't think we understand this show. <laughs> <laughs> or what came in third? The third biggest problem. <laughs> The third biggest problem last week was too much Star Wars merchandise. Which oh, interesting. Yeah. You know what? I, I had the all the momentum when the when the week started and then the audience turned on me. Yeah, when they listened to the episode and they realized <laughs> that I made a good point yeah. that an R2 teacher showerhead is actually pretty fucking cool. If you think that's cool, Alex Oliviera on Twitter sent a really cool Star Wars brand merchandise. It's an R2D2 catheter. I did see that. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. I did see that. That's not real. That can't be real. Oh, you're right. That probably isn't real. No. <laughs> Do you think that's real? Wait, I thought you both. Do we, does each of us think that the other two are dumbasses? Yes. Yeah. It's like a Mexican yeah. standoff of yep. assholes. Yeah. Yep. That's exactly what this is, Asterios. <laughs> Just a bunch of low opinions floating around here. <laughs> I got a comment from, speaking of, uh, I got a comment from John Bromley. He says, I don't give a fuck about Star Wars, but everyone commenting sounds like a bunch of fun-sucking shit lickers. People like stuff. Get over it. Not everyone in the world can be a miserable piece of shit like you. That's true. I agree. I, I assume he's talking to me. Yeah. 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 I, I, I'm okay with it. Guys, I like Star Wars. I, I like I like food. I like uh, lots of things. You I just, just don't do like it. people. 
That's the problem. <laughs> like, yeah, if no one, if you could enjoy Star Wars without, without people posting about it on Facebook and kind of ruining it for you, you'd love Star Wars, right? Ruining what? Like, you mean with spoilers? The annoying fans. No, that's oh, the annoying fans. I mean, fans? The, fans, the fans annoy you. That's the problem. It sickens you that you feel something in common with these people you consider lower than you. These plebs. The <laughs> that, that, is, that is exactly <laughs> what no, it is. No, that's not what you it is. You see a part of yourself <laughs> in them and it disgusts you. It disgusts you because it's human. You know They're your dark reflection. No, right? I, no I'll tell They're you. They're like I'll that tell you. scene when Luke goes into the tree uh-huh. and no one knows what it's what's happening. Only, it's only what you take with you is in yeah. the tree. No, guys, you have you but ever? It turns out, have you, <laughs> you ever, want to finish explaining? Well, no, no, text? go ahead. Go I'm ahead. sorry. The, have you ever have you ever eaten so much of something for so long that you just become sick of it and you can't eat it for years? Yes, pussy. pussy. <laughs> <laughs> In unison. And I don't believe either of you. I don't believe... (laughs) Bro down! Asterios, get your nipples over here. Let's rub nipples together, man. Yay! They're already hard. Gross. That was a better high five. Thank you. Than what happened last week. I know how to high five. The fourth high five? Yeah. Yeah, we were, we were trying to be real quiet with that high five. That was like a genuine whatever. Anyway. So quiet it hit air. like cantaloupe was that food for me mm-hmm. when I was a kid. My mom only bought cantaloupe, and for years okay. that's all I ate. And I get became so tired of it as an adult, and that's what Star Wars has become. It's this thing that everyone's shoving down my throat, and I'm tired of seeing and hearing about it. Except I'm still going to see the movie tonight. Right? right? Yeah. yeah, you have a this ticket. guy. This guy agrees with you. Star Wars as a whole is garbage. <laughs> it's infantilism based on a fucking children's movie. And a cultural quicksand that sucks in and ruins everything it touches. Every second you dipshit talk about it, the world becomes a shittier place. But you're talking about it. But this guy's (laughs) talking about it, too. Oh, you're not above anybody, sir. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I get that. Sometimes you have to to break a few eggs and make an omelet. Uh, Some of the characters from Star Wars called in. Do you want to hear them? (laughs) Oh, yeah, great. This guy, who I'm sure everyone remembers. Oh, hello. This is that one Asian alien from a Star Wars Episode One, The Phantom Menace. You remember him. I was listening to your rated podcast, and I couldn't help but take issue with Dick Masterson's problem of geriatric action stars. Oh, big problem, huh? You see, the best parts of the prequels were the fights that Yoda had with <laughs> Count Dooku and the Emperor. Those scenes were totally awesome, and Christopher Lee is rank 90, while Yoda is rank 800. <laughs> also, both of them could probably beat Geek's tiniest ass okay. from here to Naboo. Thank you, Asian uh, alien. Go fuck yourself. Thank you very much. Yeah. Huh, that was the one of the Asian, what are they called, the, Nimro- the, the Nimrods? The Nimoidians. Nimoidians. You Nimoidians. knew it, and yeah. then you tried to pretend like you <laughs> didn't. <laughs> I, what are they called, the, the Nimoidi, the N- Leonard Nimoy? <laughs> I mean, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I am not. not I am not. I'm You're not. seeing it tonight in D box. <laughs> yeah. Well. <laughs> hey, uh, I want to say this though yeah. about the Nimoidians. Mm-hmm. There's this. Uh, there's this incredible video I saw on on YouTube a while back about this girl who is obsessed with Nimoidians. And I'm oh, talking about those are yeah. the Chinese guys. Yeah, the, the Chinese. Yeah, yeah Chinese okay. Trade Federation. This girl, I, and this is not. This is like some next level shit. Like the most obsessed you can be about something. <laughs> she has. She knows their history. She has every piece <laughs> of art about them. She makes her own custom. Them Nimoidian masks and then just wears them around her apartment, like her house. Does she bang in them? 
I don't know. And Does she I think do she's... the voice while she's wearing them? No, see, that's the thing. She's just like very calm about it. She's like, so this is my Nemoidian, and sometimes I put him to bed. And, you know, I I was told I couldn't bring him to Christmas, but I want to bring him to Christmas. And it's just like these 10-minute long videos, and she's made so many of them. In earnest, too. Yeah, They're all in earnest. Real scary. Yeah, you got to watch this thing. She puts them up on the the page because they're terrifying. Yeah. Have you seen those guys who, like, marry the real dolls? That makes sense, In Japan, yeah. Because you can fuck that. Yeah, in a couple of different homes. You can't fuck one of these He takes it to the park and, you know, everywhere else. You got to show her a good time. You got to air her out. (laughs) You got to air her out. She'll make it worth your while. Got to dry off. Um, I I just realized what you said. You got to air her out. Yeah, gross. Smells like farts. I don't know how I know that. (laughs) I got a comment here from Mo Ramsey. He says, "Asterius has that ah damn scooter." Better look grateful on TV look on his face. I did. I posted have that uh, look. Because last episode, a series, you talked about being on Let's Make a Deal, and yes. I posted that clip on the website. Hilarious. And Thank you can totally you. tell right after the mm-hmm. commercial break, yeah. your, your yeah. wind is knocked out of your sail, buddy. You can yeah. tell. Is that, felt, is that right? Yeah. I, I, I said it on the podcast. He got in my head. Wayne, Wayne Brady. Brady. I was like, maybe I am acting like an asshole. Maybe I am ruining Let's Make a Deal, the cultural institution that is Let's Make. I don't know why. He got me. I felt gu- I fell for it. I was suckered into it. But I'll tell you. That- I mean, I I can see why because you do have a tendency to ruin shows. <laughs> okay, <laughs> like you do. You ruin. You go a little over the line on this show very often, and I think you do ruin it a little bit. All right. Well, listen. Let me tell. Well, for all those people that think I ruin shows, here's the ending to this story. To this, uh, let's make a deal thing. He's so, so I win the scooter. Because <laughs> I want to see now if you listen to this podcast, if it affects you for like the next five minutes. So anyway, <laughs> so I win does. the scooter. I win the scooter. But at the time, I was like technically homeless. Like I didn't have a place to live. I was crashing on couches. I was looking for an apartment for me and my wife. So I didn't have a place to store the scooter. So I had to sell the scooter back to the dealership for cost. And I ended up getting a 1099 for like $4,000. Yeah. And I got like $1,200 for the scooter when I sold it back at cost. Oh, what? So being on Let's Make a Deal cost me money. Oh, Oh, man. And that's the end of that chapter. Oh, that's... uh, And you know what? The grand prize for that episode, too, was that... uh, $25,000 Greek trip. Yeah, which I... How did they rack up 25 grand for that? I couldn't... Well, see, that's the thing about game shows. You have to pay the taxes on the prizes. And because they want to make these prizes seem awesome, they find a distributor or a manufacturer that'll give them an MSRP... That's wildly inflated. That scooter I won, you could buy it for $1,300. The MSRP, $4,000. That's what they were. So it's like, if I'd won that Greek trip, I would have to pay $8,000 in taxes on it. That's insane. And there's no fucking way. There's nothing you could, you you would have been way worse off with that grand prize. Oh, absolutely. Because guess what I could do for $8,000? Go to Greece. Yeah. Like I can go to my family's house in Greece. For a month. Yeah. Yeah, instead of like some bullshit creepy cruise where you turn around and all of a sudden Wayne Brady's serving you bad shrimp. Just like, no way, man. <laughs> That's what he does. And doing a dance and a song that yeah. you can't shut off. Yeah. Oh Wayne God. Brady owes you that money. 
That's I my position. So. Wayne Brady personally owes you 400 bucks or 500 bucks, whatever the taxes are on that. Yeah, and, and I'd like to thank everybody that's been tweeting Wayne Brady a lot of a lot of really insulting things. Uh, thank you guys for doing that. That has what, actually what made me feel better. What is an entertainer anyway? Wayne Brady is not a comedian. No, He's no. just an entertainer. He's yeah. a right? host. With he's a, a host. He's With like the Kardashians pack. of comedy. What yeah. does he do? Sing shitty songs and do a little sh- stupid dance? Yeah. What's yeah. an entertainer? A little Irish jig. An entertainer is it's like the elevator music of comedy. Yeah. An entertainer. Absolutely. It's just filler. It's the greatest he's the cantaloupe. Comedy. Yeah. It's, <laughs> he's the cantaloupe. Wayne Brady is the cantaloupe of people. Can't have another bite. Uh you know what, Asterios? He got in your head. So I'm saying, as the biggest problem in the universe, listeners <sighs> and hosts of the show, let's get in his. Let's get in his head. Let's, huh? get let's, his head. let's think about let's hatch a diabolical plan to get into Wayne Brady's head. And it has to be like one or two degrees separated too, so he never sees it coming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, let's you do this. You know what? We need. I've, I've learned this from watching Trump all these months. We need to. We need to coin a phrase for him. That's what Trump does. Like he says, Bush is low energy. Yeah, Clinton has no stamina. We gotta find a phrase to describe Wayne Brady that hurts him in his heart. Like an unentertainer. Oh, the unentertainer. Yeah, Wayne Brady, the unentertainer. Kind of like Pepsi, the unsoda or whatever. The uncola. The uncola, that's one. Wayne the Brady. The unentertainer. The unentertainer. Okay, the unentertainer. Oh, that'll get that. <laughs> I don't know, I if, that, I don't know if that passes the Trump test. But oh. We're going to have to go with it. It was my first pitch. I figured we no. would kind of like feel it out. Like I pitched <laughs> something, you pitched something. something. <laughs> correct name, you dipshit. See what I mean? Oh. Ruining podcast. Oh. Ruining podcast. No, it's great. Leave Dude, it in. I don't give a shit. D- yeah. All right. Um, Okay, do you want any more voicemails or do you want to get to a problem? Um, yeah, uh, let's hear one more voicemail. You, you, we got more Star Wars characters, right? Yeah, we do. Let's hear one of these bozos. Hi, this is Princess Leia from Alderaan. I thought this podcast was going to be about the biggest problem in the universe, but so far it's just been a bunch of gripes from a pair of stuck-up, half-witted, scruffy-looking Californian nerf herders. <laughs> the most universal problem we mentioned were earthquakes which we call Alderaan Quakes, by the way. <laughs> but Maddox ruined it with his stupid broken windows fallacy. Uh-oh. You think Star Wars merchandise is a problem? How about Death Stars, asteroids, or illegal aliens? That's think bigger, guys. <laughs> and Dick, don't fuck yourself. That is nerdy. Humor. Yeah. What about Death Stars? What's mm-hmm. asteroids? asteroids? Asteroids are a big problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think asteroids are the biggest problem. What about reading your voicemails? <laughs> Reading? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, no, she did, Sean, I appreciate reading your voicemails. Yeah. All right, guys. Uh, you got one more? No, no. Go. Oh, I do have some fan art. Uh, Phil XG sent these in, and I brought them in now because uh, they're of Asterios, too. Oh. So this guy made, I guess, emojis for all of us. Oh, yeah. I, saw I this. love this guy. Yeah, there's Maddox's. There's, Ma- there's cool. me. Um, it, it, I have a goatee, and I'm wearing a, a cape, and it says hashtag internet famous. And you got a crown on. Here's Sean's. Crown, yeah. No. Sean, <laughs> kind of like a- no, you're drooling. <laughs> Why am I drooling? Because you're stoned, buddy. Yeah. Oh, God, dude. No, you. If you're stoned, you don't drool. No, we get. Oh, you would know. Knows. You would know. Everybody knows. Sean would know. Here's a, like a handsome Asterios. I don't know what the hell. That's a really handsome Asterios. Yeah, there's a handsome Asterios, and then here's me, which kind of pissed me off. This does not look anything like me. Yeah, is it? No, I mean, the face <laughs> should be smaller, looks, if anything. Yeah, I can still see your eyes. That's no, yeah, too. that's a pretty <laughs> big face. like Prince Valiant here. <laughs> it's a this. picture, it's a little emoji of Dick with, like, uh, looks like uh, Marsha Brady hair from uh, the Brady Bunch. Oh, fuck mm-hmm. you. Like an old 60s. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you do. You look like one of the characters in that 70s show. Well, I'll three put out those of, on the website. Three out of four ain't bad, but smaller face next time. Well, let's get to some problems. Let's get to the problems, guys. I got the real biggest problem in the universe this week. Homeschooling. 
Huh? Yeah. 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 Homeschooling. There we go. Oh, thank you, Maddox. Oh, very good prom. Very good. Very good. You are homeschool. What? <laughs> you are the human homeschool. What does go, that even mean? I thought you would. I figured you would love homeschool because then because you can train kids like your own little personal clones of you. Well, shouldn't like you control everything that goes into their brains and everything that comes out of their mouth. Well, shouldn't I, you love homeschooling because it's the ultimate libertarian experiment where it's just like I, I get to do whatever <laughs> I want with my kids. I'm not going to let the school board tell me what to do what I want with my kids. I'm going to keep them in my. Yeah, teach them how to do this and that. I mean, libertarians should love homeschooling. Yeah, I don't have a problem with it. Ah, there okay. it is, and yeah. there it is. Well, I do. I have lots of problems <laughs> with it. <laughs> homeschooling is like home surgery. Parents aren't qualified to do it. <laughs> <laughs> do I need to go on? That's pretty much it, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's the whole argument. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah. like home surgery. There's only one exception that I'd be for homeschooling, and that's if your parents are teachers and one of the rooms in your house is a classroom, and you have 20 or so other classmates from the neighborhood who come over every day, and you call it a school. Having your parents assess <laughs> your cognitive ability is like having your parents assess your athletic ability. I played baseball on a team when I was a kid, a long time ago, where the coach of the team was also the dad of one of the teammates. And That's, guess, that's all yeah. teams. And guess who was MVP? You? Really? No, the shithead who's, yeah, the kid. The kids. Uh, the, Could you the, be any more obvious? That's terrible. Yeah, yeah the coach's well, kid. What if he was good? You don't yeah. know. Mm. I do know he was ranked sixth of what on our team. He was ranked sixth overall. What do you mean ranked? Well, they ranked uh, they ranked him based on what the, hitting and catching and yeah. <laughs> how do you rank catching by by errors? How many outs? Yeah, how many outs? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. How is many that, times does the ball yeah. hit? Look, what's I'm your what's your fucking expert. position? If you're a catcher, you're probably gonna have a lot of catches. Well, that's was he the catcher? Because that would that would make sense if he was the MVP. No, he was not the catcher. That he, guy's catching constantly. No, he put, he was in the most coveted field too. He put him in uh, what was it? Sh- shortstop. shortstop. Yeah, he yeah. put him in shortstop make every time. Make a lot of outs in shortstop. Yeah, well, he didn't. And uh, this kid was ranked sixth, and he never hit any home runs. There's one guy on our team who was absolutely hands down the MVP, other than me, which was uh, this this kid who hit like three home runs throughout our season. No one else on our team did. But home runs are not a gauge of how good of a player you are. He was also great in outfield. He was also great as a pitcher. He did a bunch of different uh, uh, positions when we were practicing for the preseason. Uh-huh. Uh, and this guy was like hands down the best, the best. He was the fastest runner. He was, he's the only one who hit home runs. Uh-huh. Uh, he saved, he saved several of our games. Like he's clearly the MVP. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say, I believe you on this one. Thank you. <laughs> well, the, the argument of, uh, he was the fastest and the other guy was ranked six. Okay, I don't know. Don't you, you think that some asshole dad who wants to live vicariously through his son would make his kid MVP? All right. I don't want to get lost in this yeah, MVP exactly. shit. Let's talk about homeschooling. What are your criteria, Dick? What's a good, what's a good <laughs> baseball player? <laughs> Guys playing shortstop. New- that's your right in line for the MVP. I'm more curious about how he got ranked sixth. That's what I want to know. We all had our ranking, and it was similar to, it was pretty much in line with our batting order. What do you mean? Wait, now I'm yeah, leaning now, over yeah, to see? Dick's side. Are you equating like batting average to where you hit in the order? I just remember seeing the ranking when they determined like who our uh, MVP was, and they, and they had a ranking, and he was ranked sixth uh, based on overall criteria. I don't know what that overall criteria is. I don't is. either, man. This was the one I was a kid. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, okay. He was not, he was e- easily not the best player on our All team. All right. Yeah. Um, very suspect. Anyway. Uh, so back to education and sure. homeschooling. Why it's a big fucking problem. All right. Education, I think, is one of the pillars of society. I think it's really, really important. Mm-hmm. Without education, people can't be aware of threats of our government. 
They can't function well in society. They will be ignorant and fearful, incompetent to do work, unable to think critically, fearful of things and phenomena they don't understand, vaccinations, science, nature. They will fall victims to zealotry. I think that uh, I brought in a long time ago anti-intellectualism. And I said that one of the big threats of anti-intellectualism is the rise of zealotry. And it all has to do with the lack of a fundamental education, a really good core education, I think. Um, There's no quality checks for the education they receive at home. If you have kids homeschooled, there's no quality checks. Well, well, let let me, like, I don't know, at least in New York State where I grew up, the homeschooled kids would have to be able to pass the state exams. And I remember that because, like, you know, we would all get bused to some school, like all the districts would get bused to some school. And there would always be, like, these two weird kids that no one had ever heard of that were, like, the homeschooled kids. Yeah. And, like, they had to pass exams. They also – they always did really great on the exams. But we were always like, oh, those poor bastards. <laughs> oh, so I mean, they the, did great on the exams. Well, here's the thing. I Okay. My problem with homeschooling is that – you don't properly socialize these kids. Yeah. These kids are kind are like socially inept. They don't know how to talk to people, how to talk to girls. If you've ever gone to college with a kid who was homeschooled, you know there's something they they don't know how to interact. They don't know where the boundaries are. It kind of sets them on a bad foot for the rest of their life. And like that's the problem with it. Like School kind of sucks. Like, you can learn math in a room of 30 people or math from your mom. They're both shitty. But, you know, those homeschool kids are going to miss out on all those great experiences like making out with girls and, like, you know, all that stuff that I didn't do either. Yeah. But, like, you know, like uh, going that- to the prom with girls, which, again, I didn't do. But, like, you know, if I was cool, I could have. So they're weird. They're That's just weird. They're it- They're awkward as kids and in college, the ones you know couldn't what socialize yeah. as, as as well as everyone does in college like it's it's lord of the flies and these kids i i get what you're saying yeah and i i like i think it's fun to stereotype as well like i like making fun of them because they seem weird yeah. but i don't know that it's true are they really fucked for their entire lives because yes, they, they didn't are. socialize in class yeah, as in homeschool you- partially socialized like don't a bunch of kids go to a homeschool typically well, sometimes, it's not just your you own can, family well sometimes but you can also if your family is particularly fearful of the government or of, or wants to raise you in a religious way they can just homeschool their you can be in a school with just your little sister. Right. Here's the long-term repercussions of that lack of socialization. Students at home never have to worry about time management because they're never tardy to class. They miss out on group assignments where they discuss and debate ideas with other students, which makes them less capable of dealing with conflicts that will arise in the workforce when they work with other people professionally. They don't have those tools necessary that you develop when you're debating ideas with your classmates and working with others on projects to be able to resolve conflicts and find compromise and be able to get to that next step. That's what homeschooling leads to. These people suffer professionally because they don't have those tools developed because their parents Isn't were Isn't this sitting- entirely conjectured, though? No, Like, you're saying not. they don't have these skills, but you're not measuring it in any way. No, oh, don't tempt him with stats. Well, I would love <laughs> to hear one. I mean, these are pretty big claims. Like, kids are not prepared. But then you got a stereos. They always ace the tests. Okay, they're just weird. Fuck them then. Fuck, every, fuck everything you believe in. Fuck the way you were raised because you're weird. Because you, you don't fit in with the rest of us binge-drinking assholes. I... No, I well, uh, yeah, exactly. I I know a couple. I know do you a couple. Know any, do you know any homeschool kids? Yeah, in kids? Utah, I, I, there was a couple of kids uh, who were homeschooled. Yeah, look, I'm not 
I'm not, I don't want to hop on this podcast to throw homeschool kids under the bus. It's not their fault that their parents are so fearful of the outside world that they're like, we got to lock up our kids. We got to make a classroom in our garage around our kids because the outside world is scary. And then they grow up. Look, I know this is all opinion and conjecture, but it's my opinion. And Uh I just, I feel bad for homeschool kids. Well, here's the thing. You can find out what exactly the effect is. And a lot of times you can just go to YouTube and just type in homeschool confessional. And it'll be a kid. Yeah, it'll be a kid talking about how they were totally taught ass backwards beliefs about science and creationism and all these like crazy things and saying that that uh, there was there was a story on this American. I think it was this American life a long time ago that I heard where this this girl kind of grew up. Um. Uh. Where Where was it? She She grew up in a in a very sheltered environment where she was just sexually sheltered, and mm. she just was always taught that she should be uh, stay away from boys. Boys are bad. She shouldn't kiss them. And then it wasn't until her, her like she was way late into her adult life, like twenty seven or something, where she got in her first relationship, and her parents had indoctrinated her into marrying this guy. And then it became it was like this weird sexless relationship, and it, it fell apart completely. And then she she realized like half the shit her mom told her was just lies and bullshit. Another example: there was a girl who so was, that's homeschool. She was homeschooled. Another another example: there was a girl who was um had a very feminist mother. And this mother of hers was really radicalized, like a radicalized feminist. I'm not talking about even like internet, like Facebook feminist. She was a part of like some weird underground movement where she uh, was anti-government, anti-men, uh, w- like w- refused to spell women with an E, always spelled it with a Y, and taught her daughter this. And her daughter grew up and finally like got an education in college outside of her mother's reach and realized like half the shit her mom had told her all her life was just wrong and she said lots of guys she talked to were really nice to her and not you know she shouldn't be I mean, fearful. not dick but lots of yeah. guys yeah anyway that, uh, that's, no, they're not I, wrong <laughs> well look, look, i mean i mean to kind is of is this homeschool though look that's like homeschool. is that what we're saying well, no, but, but no, no i think this, it's this homeschool not no was she homeschooled is this homeschool do people who put their kids through homeschool? Is it because they're crazy? I'm asking that genuinely. Like, is everybody who homeschools their kids terrified of men and the government or, or something? Or women or religion or it's a lack crazy of religion. Religious? I mean, why Mostly, else would yeah. you why else would you do it? I think the thing that we can all agree on, and look, again, I don't have stats like um, I, I do. It's 85%. 85% of, of the, the people who homeschool do it for because they want to do religious teachings. Rather than huh. science or anything like that. Wow. Yeah, and, and I mean, I mean, think about it. Like, if all of the information you get is filtered through one person, and how long are you in school? Twelve years, thirteen years? For like thirteen years, and those people are also your parents. They're telling you like when to go to bed. They're telling you what to eat. Like that really fucks you up. That's like some cult leader shit. Right. It has to do with the type of person that wants to homeschool their kids. The, Again, a controlling no, person. It's no, very no controlling. boundaries. No. And here's the other thing that you kind of don't, don't uh, that you kind of take for granted in school is your ability to challenge your teacher and know that their ability to punish you is capped. With a parent, that's not the case. Oh God, you're right. Right? Children who learn at home may not be willing to challenge their parents because they know that the parents have far more authority than teachers do to punish them punitively. Interrupting or challenging a parent may result in the kid being grounded or abused, whereas in school, the type of punishment is limited in scope. You have to go to sit in the office. Okay, that's a different kind of punishment, whereas at home, you, you might get smacked or abused. Oh, God, imagine living with the principal. <laughs> abused. 
That's not funny. <laughs> Dick, why is that funny? <laughs> it's like, oh my god! <laughs> you better not. You better not interrupt during this math lesson, or I'm gonna molest you. Like, oh, that's the punishment. One, one more, one more check minus, and you're getting molested. Okay, that is funny. And that I is apologize. Funny. You Come know on. what? I didn't let you say your joke. That actually you is. Didn't funny. let him get to the molestation. <laughs> I didn't let him take it further. <laughs> it's just that that was so casually thrown in there. Like you had a good point about the scope of authority, but then you threw in the abuse part at the end, and that kind of made it a little extreme. Well, that's because in The Guardian, uh, the UK paper, they've written a lot about uh, homeschooling, and they, they that's one of the big pieces of legislation they're passing is to have more regulation over homeschooling because they found that some parents were who were really abusive and didn't want like wanted complete control of their kids lives yeah. would keep them at home so they could continue to abuse them so because, what they're making it illegal to not send your kids to school no they're just adding more regulations so that they would have more to have checks. weekly checks yeah weekly or monthly checks so someone, someone came by and Make sure your kid doesn't have a black eye, like that sort of oh, thing. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> well, I, well I, what, do, what do you like S- better, Sending Dick? a cop to your house just in case you might be beating your kid? Yeah, uh, but are you kidding the, me? What's the alternative? Well, not doing that? Now, well, what? aren't you the guy that wants to keep Muslims out of the country just in case they do something wrong? Yeah. I, no. mean, I mean, if we're... Well, don't you like Trump? No, I, I want to shut down, again, you want to shut down down talk about politics. I don't see a problem with shutting down... Uh, Muslim immigration in order to vet them properly. I don't think they're getting vetted properly well, right now. They are, they, well, then why don't we vet these homeschool teachers properly? Why, yeah. don't, why don't we send you're, a cop over to the house to make sure they're not you're molesting their about kids? Assuming Americans you're talking are doing about something Muslims wrong. Muslims are all doing something wrong. Those aren't citizens. Oh, what difference because they're citizens or they're not. It's a, we're talking about danger. We're talking about danger to citizens. You want to protect American citizens? The British government wants to protect British citizens. By assuming they're doing something. Asterios, I have a big problem with the government sending a cop to your house just in case they think you're doing something wrong. What if there's a preponderance of evidence that says that in these homeschool situations, a lot of wrongdoings happening? What if you could prove it? Then wouldn't you want cops to be sent there? Holy shit, I don't even know where to start with well, how what an start egregious with assault on liberty that is. Sending a cop to your house because... Because maybe your profile, like your social profile or your activities, say you're doing something illegal. I got a big fucking problem with that. I What's just, next? Let, let me. Let, here's a consistency check. Uh, the NRA recently came out with um, some some uh, video saying that we there are all these guys who are being arrested on streets who have illegal guns, but they're just being let back into the system. Which yeah. I don't believe. I don't believe that at all. No, felons have they walk around with guns. Well, sure they do. But if cops and, and and he was suggesting that we should just round them up and arrest them, but we have this thing called probable cause in the Fourth Amendment where we can't just unduly uh, search and seize property from citizens unless we have probable cause. So I think what Asterius is saying you, is you misunderstand that video. Just real fast, that's not what they're saying. They're saying that when felons are arrested and they're found with guns, they should be locked up they for are. that crime. They're not. They let them go. Wait, what do you mean? Cops cops uh, don't give you a break when you're rolling through a stop sign. Now they're letting felons go around with illegal guns? Yeah. No. Why, what, what evidence is there for that? First of all, they're felons. But you're talking they've about the waived, courts, right? They've waived, yeah, they've we're waived the a lot of rights as felons, including the right to vote. Yeah, okay. but if the, So these felons are just walking around with illegal weapons and cops pull them over— Find the illegal weapons and say, all right, on your way. Yeah, no, already no. we're <laughs> at a point where we're comparing felons to parents who want to homeschool their kids. No, I think That's the, where we're at. 
I think the cops take them in. I think the courts let them go almost yeah. right away. Well, look, this is a, this is in the UK what they're considering with their legislation, and it's controversial. Oh, but when I was doing, wow. when I was doing, no, I'll, I'll give you that. It's a controversial uh, statement because I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to live in a world where a, any cop could come over to your house and knock on your door. Uh, presuming that you may be doing a crime and do an investigation. That's why we have the Fourth Amendment. I'm totally opposed to that on on that kind of fundamental, you know, unless they have a reason, unless they have evidence, like Asterios was saying. But uh, when I was doing research for this problem, what was really fascinating is the amount of homeschool lobbyists who have completely whitewashed Google. It is mm-hmm. really difficult to find any factual information about homeschooling or the effects of it or anything like that you really have to be precise in your search queries otherwise you're just going to get a whole bunch of shit to homeschool lobbies and every single one i i, I read Whoa. and here, here's what i here's what when i know something is bullshit mm-hmm. when like nine of the ten top links for homeschooling are completely positive about homeschooling. Yeah, Google like they, bombing. Yeah, they're Google bombing. And and I read these like supposed studies, and the studies are, are are really using relaxed language, not academic language. They're not using statistics. They're not uh, citing sources. They're not uh, cited anywhere. They're not published in any journals. They're just saying things like, yeah, homeschooled students do overwhelmingly well in the workforce. Like using unscientific words like overwhelmingly. Yeah. You know, uh, it's really difficult to find. So if I had to really dig and find some articles that were written by journalists and not this homeschool lobby to find out what was really going on. And I found one on the New York Times. It says, homeschooling, more pupils, less regulation. Uh, Earlier I said that parents aren't qualified to teach their kids most most of the time. Uh, 14 states do not specify any subjects that families must teach. Let that sink in for a second. 14 states right now where you homeschool your kids, you have no regulation at all. You can teach them whatever the fuck you want. Or nothing. Or nothing. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was just going to ask, what are the criteria that parents have to meet to homeschool their kids? And you're saying it's different in every state. It's, it's, uh, it's different. It's first of all, it's really lax regulation. There's almost no regulation for homeschooling, and only nine states require that parents have at least high school diplomas or equivalent in order to teach their kids. Wow, out of fifty states. Yeah, out of fifty oh states, only God. nine say that you have to have a GED to be able to teach your kids. And then, it's, it's like if your kid went to a high school. And you found out that their teacher did not graduate from high school, you would be super pissed off. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Like I, I don't see why I don't see why we shouldn't apply at least similar standards between homeschooling and public schooling. Well, prove that you should. Well, like don't prove you- that all like, okay, so they don't have GEDs, they don't have degrees. Like, what exactly are they not teaching these kids? How is it a form? How is it so ag- such an egregious form of child abuse that the government needs to get involved. I'm not so s- what if they're teaching them religious shit? Everybody gets indoctrinated with some kind of crap. So what if they're not te- like they're teaching them the creationism versus evolution? I wouldn't teach my kids that. But so what's the effect? Like well, I get the little arguments, the uh, like the appeals to emotion. Like, well, they can't fit in. They can't do this. But can they go be a farmer? What's the abuse? Well, listen, listen. I mean, I think when Max was talking about abuse, he was actually talking about physical abuse, like because yeah. these are. Oh no, no, no! But yeah, skipping okay, that, what okay, is the well, what is the harm? Okay, okay well, okay, I got, go I got some actual no, stuff sure. here. You, you, uh, sure. Well, listen, and again, this is just my opinion because Max did a lot of research. Well, let's do like, the research uh, then. Well, you know the well, opinion. Look, I, look, I'm I'm sitting here. I was. Let me get my opinion. Go ahead. My uh, my opinion on it is that 
these kids don't have a choice. It's kind of the same issue with kids who don't get vaccinated. It's not their decision to grow up sheltered. It's not their decision to not be taught the basics. Like, it puts them on the wrong foot because it's it's a decision that their parents made for them based on their parents' own biases that affects them for the rest of their life. Now, that's my opinion. Let's hear the facts. All right. I would love to hear that opinion without equating it to vaccines, which are 100% harmful. You don't wait, think wait, a lack you of not, education— You mean lack of vaccination. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just saying a, a lack of education is harmful, too. Yeah, because— I'm not saying it's the same as catching the mumps, but I'm just—I'm saying they're both bad. Yeah. But, and there's a really high overlap between people who are duped into uh, new age healing, uh, you know, remote healing and things like that, and anti-vaccination cold movement. Cold lasers. Cold lasers, yeah. Yeah, and, but those are educated people get duped into that shit. No, they're not. They're cold lasers, not. Maddox, it's covered by healthcare. It's well, used by all rehab facilities, and it's total bullshit. Yeah, well, I'm talking more about uh, remote healings and psychic healings and things where, first of all, you can't even you can't even point to an object or device that was invented to facilitate that. Like, at least lasers is a thing. <laughs> you know? yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It may okay. be ineffective. <laughs> okay. You know? It may not work, but at least it sounds science It's so manufactured. So we all educated ourselves <laughs> to at least get to that level. Also, there's a cool laser in the room. <laughs> well, but also, you when, when you brought in that problem, Dick, and I thought it was a great problem, uh-huh. but when you brought in that problem, one thing we didn't really discuss is the placebo effect, which is is very real. So doctors may know that this is bullshit and mm-hmm. they still use it because they know that a certain percentage of their patients do get better due to the placebo effect. Oh, God. I mean, they're I know, crazy but, patients. Yeah, yeah. So exactly. Let's, so let's pay for it. Why not? <laughs> Guys, there is the, the bottom line is this. There is no quality checks for homeschooled education. None. If I'm in an accident and the paramedics arrive, I don't want some bozo who was homeschooled to operate on me in a life or death situation. I don't give a flying fuck if their parents think they know what's best for the child because there is no reason to believe their parents know what's best for anything, let alone themselves. Most people I meet in life are broken, drunk, depressed idiots who have financial troubles, broken relationships, psychological disorders, and are addicted to substances or smoking. Frankly, I don't trust parents. Please stop. I'm right here. <laughs> Asterios. Were you not expecting me to be here today when you gave that description? <laughs> when you wrote that? I, guys, I don't trust parents to know what's best for their kids. I just don't. They're not doing what's necessarily best for the kid. Rather, they're just acting out of narcissism and ego and self-interest. Or fear. Or fear. Oh, you guys they might, shitting on parents. This they is might, so crazy. No, but, but, but Dick, like, you like your parents. And you, you would say you have good parents, right? I would. You're very lucky. Yeah, you're very lucky. That's yeah, not no always shit. the case. Yeah. That's not always the but case. But you're talking about some someone who's you're talking you're the, the implication here is that someone cares less about their spawn than some random 20-year-old just out of grad school. No, 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 no. That's hold on. First of all, I'm not saying that plenty parents- of abuses happen in public school by the way. Well, let me plenty. Let, yeah, that's, yeah, but don't you think? But I mean, there's it, more eyes to catch it. There's more yeah. checks and balances. I'd there's love to see adults. a number to go with any of this shit, other than I hate homeschool. <laughs> well, because like, they're get to weird. That. No, I'll get to that. Um, but here's here's the problem though. These these parents who are well intentioned and they care a lot about their kids might still be ruining their kids' lives and not even realize it because they themselves might not have the education to realize it. They may be too proud and stubborn to admit that they might not know what's best for their kids, let alone themselves. And I don't want someone who has an eating disorder to teach kids about nutrition. 
their beliefs don't trump facts. I don't want someone who believes humans and dinosaurs existed together to teach kids about paleontology or biology. I don't want someone who's afraid of vaccinations to teach kids biology. They're not fucking qualified. And this is from uh, idebate.org. There's a debate about all these topics on on this website, and there's arguments for and against. Can I say this? Yeah. I don't want someone making $40,000 a year to teach my kids about money. Okay, well, well then, why, then why don't you help teachers I teach get them, paid more? Because I, I, I definitely don't fucking want that. I know why don't you I teach don't. them about money at home then? I'm such a crazy <laughs> parent who doesn't know what I'm doing. Hey, it, getting a public education or getting an education through a standardized system where there's uh, national standards on what you should know doesn't preclude you from teaching your kid whatever goofy bullshit you want in your uh, own time. Okay. You can still do that. Like, there's nothing saying. Anyway, this is from the idebate.org. It says, it is presumptuous for parents to think that they know how to teach children better than that accumulated wisdom that they teach teachers in school. Just because a child is a product of that individual does not mean that the education knowledge of the parents surpasses that of professionals in the field who've spent years training. That's that's what it comes down to. If I want... A doctor, if I go to a doctor, I want to make sure he has in, his entire wall covered in plaques and, and degrees and papers and things from accredited universities. And there's no guarantee that doctor is going to be good. And there's no guarantee that that doctor is not going to make mistakes when it comes to my health care. But you know what? The longer he's studied and the longer he's spent in school, I trust that he knows something I don't. And he might be able to do a better job than some bozo who thinks they know what's best for me. Do you think that Homeschooled kids are infiltrating the medical profession. I was just going to ask that. Because this think you medicine can and EMTs keep coming up. Yeah, but, but you can there's see- a huge. There's an ocean of regulations and schooling that needs to happen before someone becomes a doctor. Yeah, but why? Then why wouldn't you want at least a, a similar set of regulations for what you could teach your kids? Like you, like you understand that, like by saying a completely unregulated school environment should exist. You know, is the same as I don't see why it's like we, you know, we. I'm sorry. I would just I'm, love to hear a number to go with any. I would love is, to hear well, I, how homeschooled kids do let, to see if it's really a problem. Look, uh, they're weird. I'm gonna if you want to have you want to have a witch hunt, I'll be the first in line to grab a it's torch. It's not their That's fault. All. Okay, sir, their parents are weird. So These far, kids are victims. So far, the only the only negative consequence of homeschooling that we've gone over is they're weird and maybe they can't be adjusted to the to the real world. But for God's sakes. If that's true, there better be a fucking number attached to it. Like, there should be millions of... How much money do homeschooled kids make? Well, how often do they go to college? What, how often do they go to jail? All of these things should be documented because we know that they didn't go to school. Well, don't you think Maddox looked for this I, information? I he's, he's already stated that, like, this stuff is really whitewashed on Google. There's it's, a reason a lot of this research so isn't done. So this is done. a cover-up? The, uh, it's the same reason that... Listen, I don't want to get off on a rant here, but you know how our government isn't allowed to judge the health effects of guns? What? Uh, the CDC is precluded by Congress from measuring the health effects of firearms because the firearms lobby has forbidden them from doing that research. What do you mean the, the health point, effects? Uh, you know, the deaths and – listen, I'm sorry. But I'm not an expert. I'm just trying they, to give you some anecdotal – They definitely measure that. Well, uh, let me give you another bit of anecdotal evidence then. Let's ignore that gun thing because I don't want to get down a gun hole. But um, let's uh, – <laughs> let's, during the Bush administration, the second Bush administration, he heavily restricted research into global warming. You know, he said, like, there are some areas that the government is not allowed to study anymore. Medical marijuana, like, the government was not allowed to study the positive effects of medical marijuana well, until for- last Saturday, that- you know, when Congress finally lifted that restriction. Well, but uh-huh. it's serious. For, to, 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 I'm sorry. Let me just wrap okay, this yeah, up. Point, so yeah. what I'm trying to say is 
if there's not a lot of research on the positive and negative effects of homeschooling, Maddox, you don't think this guy's trying to do all the research he can? He brings in sheets and sheets of paper. If this information isn't out there, maybe there's a reason for it. Maybe homeschool teachers kind of don't want this stuff studied. Maybe they don't want Big Brother looking over them. Maybe it's sort of like a... Maybe because a lot of these homeschool teachers have like a very religious bent, there's not a lot of incentive for the government to go out and study the effects of homeschool kids versus public school kids. Maybe it's kind of a thing where we all just kind of want to ignore it because looking into it is trouble. Because even in this conversation, we're talking about stepping on a parent's rights. We're talking about libertarian ideals. We're talking about interfering with the way a parent raises their kid. This is already a tricky area. Maybe politically, there's not a lot of incentive to looking into the positives and negatives of homeschooling. It's easier just to talk about potholes or stopping the Muslims from coming in or any other kind of bullshit that you can get elected on. Like, what are the benefits of talking about homeschooling if you're an elected official? If you're an elected official, well, holy shit, I would think teachers at the minimum should be bringing this up. Hey, we're doing a good job because of this. Look at the scores of our kids. Look at the lives of our kids versus the kids that are uh, schooled at home. Colleges, every goddamn day, a college comes out with another study of how much more money you make by going to college. Well, the the teachers do speak out against us. But to your point, Asterios, as to why we don't have this much information about it is because it is so unregulated. And how how do you measure something that is unmeasurable. Like you, people who homeschool aren't reporting statistics. It's kind of like trying to take a census of the number of people who aren't reporting to the census. You don't know because they're not in the system. Like they're completely out of the loop. So if you have kids who are homeschooled, you just take them out of the system and then that's it. They never hear from them again. They never have these assessments. And some, t- some, some states, as you heard, have re- uh, requirements that you have to have a basic GED. They have to pass the GED essentially. Uh-huh. But if you do that, you're not getting into Stanford. Your parents can assess whether or not you've decided, you've determined. Here, I got this. I got this right here. This is from uh, New York Times. It says Pennsylvania educators fought the recent changes, which eliminated that the requirements that families submit their children's portfolios, as well as the results of standardized testing in third, fifth, and eighth grade, to school district superintendents. They fought that. The new law also allows parents to certify that their children have completed high school graduation requirements and to issue homegrown diplomas without any outside endorsement. So your parents can arbitrarily decide when you have earned a diploma, and then what stand? What are what are higher education? Uh, uh, so you can give a diploma to a baby. Who cares? You can still be a mechanic without going to college. There's a shitload of jobs this, that are very necessary and well paying that you can do without going to college. This isn't blue collar versus white collar. Like I don't think any of us are trying to engage in a class debate. Like you know, my dad was a house painter. Maddox's dad works with his hands too. I, you know, it's it's like I don't think anybody's making fun of of working class people in this conversation, but like to have absolutely no standards to, to essentially be able to write down on a napkin, you've graduated and hand it to your kid and say like, that's your diploma. Like the fact that these parents are fighting for the ability to do that, to limit, to to limit their child's future opportunity to go to schools. If I'm, if I'm going to grow up, I want my parents to to limit their own accountability, by the way, as teachers, you know, it's like, it's like, what are they trying to hide here? Why do they want this law passed? Well, this is uh, they're trying this, to hide their own shitty teaching. I'll just what? I'll just end on this note. This I'm part sorry, going I really going long. too long. I, I just want I just want to end on this note. Uh, one homeschooled child, this is from the New York Times, was given a workbook bought at Sam's Club by his mother. Then she asked her child a few questions about birds, and after ten minutes, Miss Wiles declared that he was losing focus. So she decided to give him a break and sent him upstairs to play Minecraft. 
for for a while. And she said, his brain is so unique, Ms. Wiles said. That's one of the great <laughs> things about homeschooling. We work all year round, but I can tell him to go burn off some energy and play yeah. Minecraft. Well, now I'm like homeschooling. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you get to play video See? games at school. You want to go to sit at school for eight hours instead of playing Minecraft no. and doing a workbook from Sam's Club? <laughs> from yeah. Sam's Club? <laughs> He you gets know a what? diploma written in crayon with like a banana sticker on Why it not? or something. Then he can go get hired at McDonald's and have <laughs> right. a perfectly fulfilling life working his way up into management. Sure. Sounds great. What's the big deal? <laughs> Someone's got to do it. It's better than being $100,000 in debt going to Stanford and studying uh, basket weaving or feminist studies, then that's <laughs> oh, fucking... No, that's, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's child abuse. You want to uh, send your kids to school? <laughs> send your kid to school eight hours a fucking day doing nothing but letting some 23-year-old lecturing them about how they're the bad guy? Then they get their tuition paid to go to Stanford and they study feminist studies and then what? That's child abuse. Where's your they're statistics the on all this basket weaving and feminist studies? I want to hear numbers. It I exists. get that it's your opinion. It oh, well, where is it? Because if you don't have this statistic right now, your entire opinion is that's, valid. That's child abuse, motherfucker. That's child <laughs> abuse. So letting you kid, can just keep saying it. Letting your what? kid get a liberal arts degree <laughs> and encouraging them is child abuse. And there's, by the way, there's a there's a there's not a small chance of that happening if they go to school. Political science communications. These are all real degrees yeah. that thousands, hundreds of thousands of young people get every year that limit their opportunities because they're a fucking joke. You know, Thank you know, God for homeschooling uh, to save us from the yeah, dirge of God, political, yeah. of political from, studies from majors. Oh, God bless you homeschoolers. You stop more lesbian basket weaving classes. Those lesbian baskets, by the way, are fantastic. They carry over everything you need to move in with your lesbian girlfriend after the first date. What are you going to do then, Maddox, when an EMT drives up and instead of being homeschooled, they've got a feminist studies degree. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna knock you out in the ambulance and cut your dick right off. Yeah, That's you know, a way bigger problem than homeschooling. They're not going to drive up in an EMT because they're going to look at their resume and their credentials and their GPA and be like, oh, this guy's a bozo. Out. Where is also, if they're a woman driver, they're probably going to crash that EMT into like the side of a building <laughs> or into like, you know, a pretty looking man. Like they, they're like, ooh, pretty, boom. Well, look, homeschooling, public schooling, whatever kind of schooling you got, you need to shave. That's you true. Need to look right. your best, you need to look to your shave. best, yeah. especially if you have a high school diploma that's written in crayon. Yeah. That's why today's episode is brought to you by Harry's. Please visit harrys.com and use the promo code BIGGESTPROBLEM to save $5 off your first purchase. Guys, guys, Harry's is a superior shave than any other razor in the universe. Well, the blades are so good, they bought the factory. They bought the factory. High-quality, high-performing German blades crafted by shaving experts. It's about half the price of other big branded blades, and they ship for free to your front door. The starter set is an amazing deal. For $15, you get a razor, moisturizing shave cream, and three razor blades. You use our promo code, Biggest Problem, you get $5 off your first order. I want to say, I thank you guys so much for the shaving kit I got last week. Thank Harry's. Oh, yeah, and thank you guys at Harry's. Um, but thank you guys for not hoarding it for yourselves. Yeah. Because I used it, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm like an adult. Like, I hadn't, yeah. like, shave shaved in years. I'm absolutely not kidding. Like, done the lather, put on the aftershave after, you the, the thing, the this, the that. And I was just like... I feel like such a grown-up. I, like like I don't man. feel like a scrub mm -hmm. anymore. You feel like a man. Look, that's what you could teach in homeschool. You have a whole a whole period, <laughs> how to be a man. You got to shave. Yeah, you, Here's how to tie a tie. <laughs> I got out of college. I still didn't know how to tie a tie. Yeah, I had to go on YouTube. You, just, you clip it on. What are you talking about? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> 
Harry's is less than two years old and is already disrupting the shave industry, offering a better shave experience and a better value than the giants, who I will not name. But they are running scared. I see Twitter ads all the time from the the brands that you expect to see in the shaving space, the people that you see down at CVS, mm-hmm. and all they're doing is attacking Harry's because they're scared. Satisfaction guaranteed? Ooh, I didn't know about that. Satisfaction guaranteed. If you don't like the product, they'll make it right. Yeah, I don't know what that means. I don't know. I made it really big. <laughs> <laughs> they'll, don't worry, they'll take care of you. Yeah, go to Harry's.com, use promo code Biggest Problem, save $5. Please. No, I will say this, though, about Harry's. They are very responsive to their customers and tweets on Twitter. So uh, if you guys like the product and you know tweet it at them, uh, they'll they'll tweet back and they'll like your uh, they'll favorite your your tweet. There you go. That's something. That's yeah. a validation from a big company. Unlike Wayne Brady, who's not responding to any of the tweets that fans are sending him, mm. calling him bitch made or a wet bitch. <laughs> I didn't. There was wet a bitch. term. Some someone called Wayne Brady a moist bitch, and I was he like, is. I've never. He, is. he yeah. is a moist bitch. Now now it he makes is sense. A moist bitch. But I'd never heard that insult before, and I was like, this is delightful. What, what is a great that? day. I don't know, but I love it. Dick, he what's is. a moist bitch? Oh, man. I, we don't, I don't want to do it during this ad. Okay. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's like, you're not a moist bitch. If you go to harrys.com, use promo code biggest. You want to go? Biggest problem. Biggest uh, problem. Wanna- I'm such an asshole. I'll go next. Yeah. Do your problem. All right. Um, so with homeschooling, we're talking about potentially, and we may agree or disagree, but our argument is we don't want a pervasive environment where there's constantly an authority figure looking over these kids. Sort of like Santa Claus, you know, uh-huh. like Santa. Is that your problem? Yeah. Well, my problem today is the elf on the shelf. Elf on a shelf? Oh, serious, that's a delightful toy that keeps children in line. Oh, yes, no, it no, keeps no, children no. in line. That's the problem. For the longest time, I didn't know what the elf on the shelf was. It came out in 2005. I still don't know what it is. I'm yeah, going to explain to you. I just found out recently. Yeah, I'm going to explain to you what it is. Uh, oh, by the way, when the elf on the shelf came out, uh, the book was called The Elf on the Shelf, colon, A Christmas Tradition. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm just dumb for not knowing what this tradition is. And then I look it up and it's like, no, it's not. Some asshole just invented no, it. And no, 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 no. Ju- I know that's not true because okay. I know somebody who had it when they were a kid. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But was the book that came out when they were a kid also called that? The, a Christmas Tradition? Because like Santa Claus was just manufactured by Coca-Cola. I mean, there's Wait, that- what? Yeah, so the modern red jolly Santa Claus was manufactured by Coca-Cola to sell Coke. It wasn't a real guy? It was a real guy, well, but, it, but are you saying that Santa is not real on this podcast? <laughs> we should put a spoiler alert. We're just saying he's not the modern into Santa Coke Claus. as what much was the as original the real Santa. Santa. The, original, the original Santa Claus was, I believe, he was a monk, or no, he was a priest in, um, uh, was it Austria or Germany? And he would leave candy in the shoes of children who left their shoes outside, and he kind of did it secretly, and his name okay. was Christoph, uh, uh, Christoph. Uh, uh, Christopher. Christoph Waltz. Yeah, something like that. Christoph Klaus or something like that. And then Coca-Cola took that uh, that old story and then spun it into this mythology of Santa Claus and made the big red jolly man. And the sleigh Coca-Cola. and the reindeer and shit? That all kind of, yeah, that all kind they, of Coke emerged. made that up? Coke Coke created the modern Santa Claus, yeah. Well, isn't okay. Santa delicious just like the delicious taste of Coke? Yeah. Don't you love both? Don't you love a piping hot cup of Coke at Christmas <laughs> sitting in front of the fireplace? Well, look, according to Wikipedia, which, again, is wrong a lot, The Elf <laughs> on the Shelf was uh, was written in 2004 and uh, was first released in 2005. Um, you know, I don't know if it's based on something. I'm just kind of reading this off Wikipedia. But here's what The Elf on the Shelf is, regardless of when it came out. What you do is you tell your kids, 
hey, I got this little toy elf here. It's like a little stuffed elf. And you're mm-hmm. like, this is one of Santa's scout elves. Oh. This elf reports back everything you do. He's a sleeper cell for Santa. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's, he's like the NSA for Santa. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to put this elf up on a shelf in your room. And anytime you do something naughty, this scout elf is going to tell Santa Claus. And by the way, if you touch or move this elf, you break the seal of Christmas magic around (laughs) this elf. And so if you're not good, the elf's going to tell Santa and you're going to get terrible presents. Isn't that fucking awful? Do you know how shitty the parents have to be to let an inanimate object control their kids? Yeah, Yeah. incredibly shitty. A bunch of homeschoolers. (laughs) That's what what I'm saying. Teach them whatever you want. Hey, I'm I'm supposed to to stay in line. Otherwise, this magical elf is gonna is gonna terrorize my life. To Santa. And then this kid, this poor kid. Imagine a kid's intellect, like being like ancient Aztecs or or Incans, who were afraid of eclipses and didn't know why weather patterns occurred. They were just afraid, like superstitious. essentially raising a child to be superstitious of everything and if the child dares touch that thing the child might die so the child might not experiment with that yeah, your, or the elf might on. die your your leaps <laughs> that you make about parenting are uh gigantic what is that could happen. <laughs> I know, but the idea Are you that- saying it couldn't happen, Dick? Yeah. What's, what else is oh, wrong well, with Elf on the Shelf? Well, I I don't like Because my sister's here's doing Elf I- on the Shelf this year, oh. I think. Oh. Yeah, she sent huh? me a she sent me a text asking if I would buy the uh this elf on the shelf thing on Etsy. Okay. Because she was too busy to do her own online shopping, I guess. Too busy to go to Etsy.com, Google yeah. Elf on a Shelf, <laughs> oh, put no, in your send address. Me a link. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking that's about? Half of the, that's half of the thing. No, she's All on right. another level of, of a delegating. Mm. <laughs> always <laughs> testing. She's always testing everyone to see what they will do for her by sending them like links like, hey, will you buy this, buy this for me? I, I don't have time to do it right now. Can you just buy it for me? I'm driving. I only have uh. time to find the link. Text it to you, tell you, and tell you what to buy and where to send it. Yeah. That's all I have the time for. Uh, well, look, my look, my problem with the elf on the shelf is simply this: if I were a little kid who was jerking off a lot, and I got this elf watching over my shoulder, every time I tried to jerk off, I'd be like, "I'm not going to get presents." But of course, I want to jerk off. I'm a little kid, so I'm jerking. <laughs> wait, I'm a jerking wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! How old are you in this scenario? Oh, four or five? Why do you ask? Oh man. <laughs> Okay. He's, he's jacking up at 12, still scared to death of Elf on the <laughs> elf Shelf. On yeah. shelf. N- now, every time I'm about to, you know, finish into Polish a woman. Polish candy cane. Yeah, exactly. Every time like, I'm about to, like, finish, like, the sexual act of coitus. Every time I you're about su- to chest your nuts. Um, I feel super duper guilty about it. And I just think, well, Christmas isn't going to come this year, even though I did. And I just feel super, I don't know. Am I the only one? If I'm the only one, I'll shut up. I just assume this is the problem with Elf on a Shelf. Talk about a stuffed stocking. <laughs> um, look, I don't here. I don't like that parents are trying to like trick their kids into into behaving by threatening them with. It's just like just give the kids a toy. Being a kid is fucking hard. Have you look, ever raised a kid? All the time. Um, <laughs> another one of these sort. I call them like behavior modification dolls. Okay. Another behavior modification doll is this thing called the Switch Witch. Have you guys ever heard of the Switch Witch? I've heard of a Switch. No, I don't. Okay, yes, going out to pick a Switch. A uh-huh. really great behavior modification technique. But the Switch Witch, all right, so your kids go out for Halloween. They get all this fucking candy. They come home with this big bag of candy. And then you tell the kids, all right, 
take one or two pieces of your favorite candy and then we're going to, and then the switch, which we're going to put the switch, which out with your candy bag overnight. And the kids are like, okay, I'll take a single Snickers bar. Mm-hmm. Yay. I'm going to go to bed. And then the next morning, the, the most switch- well-behaved kid ever. This <laughs> is the fantasy you're selling yeah. when you sell the switch, which okay. the next morning, all your candy is gone because the switch, which has taken it and has replaced it with healthy foods like apples. Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Stupid. That's awful. <laughs> that's awful. Yeah, that's a bait and switch. Oh, man. So parents are hiring dolls, saying these dolls yeah. are magic, and using them to man. ruin fun things like Christmas and Halloween. You, How is that not a problem? Kids. Because they can't parent their kids themselves. No, yeah, so no, they gotta no, buy no, a doll no. to, to do it. They need, yeah, they need to blame something else. I disagree. Because they don't want to take away the kids' candy. I would have given you an Xbox 360, put the elf on the shelf, said you were jerking off a Stereos, so therefore you're not going to get your Xbox 360. Kids, why, why do you disagree, Dick? Kids are terrorists. You have to do. No. You have to use everything in your arsenal <laughs> to deal with them because they don't want to do anything. They're like people, except they can't hit you when you tell them to do things. Thank God. Switch, witch, elf on a shelf. Man, there should be there should be little there should be robotic uh, like moving elves to help sell the illusion that these kids need to behave. Yeah, why not put a drone in your kid's room? I, I'm all for it. <laughs> do it. Do, for, as long, long as you're okay around, with the kids shooting it. Yeah. Hey. Okay. They'll, they'll do it anyway. What do it anyway. You have no. <laughs> what, what about what about my like, nephew <laughs> lost my drone? Wait, what is what happens? Oh, my nephew destroyed my drone. What? I had a little. I had a little drone. I was playing around with it, flying it around. Yeah, looking in girls' windows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little one, little one. Didn't have a camera on it, so I'm flying it around. And he goes. Uh, he was like two and a half at the time. And he's like, I want to fly it. I want to fly it. I'm like, all right. Well, here. There, there, that's on you. There you go. Oh yeah, no, it's completely on me. I'm like, yeah. oh, here you go. So he takes it and just. Jams on the up, yeah. jams on the up, and the drone shoots up like a rocket. And I'm like, ah, no, 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 no! And he's oh, running around no. and like freaking out because I'm yelling. And right. now he's freaking out and frozen with oh, his no. thumb on the up. Drone's gone. Drone's, by the time I get it back and shut it down, the drone was in the jet stream. Who knows where it landed? Yeah. I was like, well, <laughs> that, I hope that was fun. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> there it went. And then later that day, the kid forgot that even happened because they're a kid. Oh, yeah. yeah. Five yeah. seconds later. later chicken like, oh, fingers. Hooray. Always shoot drones. So, Dick, you're in favor of Elf on the Shelf and the Switch Witch, right? Oh, man, yes. Okay. Yes. You, what, when, you what have a, not had, when you have not slept in months yeah. and you're, you've realized, you realize that you've sunk the entire rest of your life into these little motherfuckers and all they do is drive you crazy, do anything. Do anything. Any kind of trick you want to pull on the... <laughs> On these assholes, you know what? That maybe, the, maybe the tooth fairy now is an out of control eight hundred pound gorilla, and if you don't eat healthy and if you fuck up with your tooth somehow, she's gonna come in and beat you up in your sleep for it. What about what about what if there was like a boogeyman, like a society, like a boogeyman that went around in society and uh, like dressed in blue, and they came uh, knocking at your door and said, "Hey, are you abusing your kids?" You know, just the specter of the this boogeyman, oh, and we'll call them cops. <laughs> we'll have these cops come spooky. over. Yeah, yeah, that's real spooky, yeah, isn't it? I mean, isn't isn't essentially like isn't this the same thing as like having it's like um it's like parental you're you're okay with like overbearing parents parenting their kids? Yeah, yeah. Okay overbearing authoritarianism. <laughs> Man, so I think is, you're ruining our case a little yeah. bit with this. <laughs> but let me let me try to let me try to coast it back here. <laughs> da- oh, you thought that was weird? 
Dick, I can't believe that you're in favor of giving kids less candy and less toys. That's what, that's, that is the ultimate effect of your argument. And if you're the kind of guy that doesn't want kids to have candy and toys, I guess I can respect, I guess we have to agree to disagree. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas. Nobody needs eight pounds of candy. I do. Don't tell me what I need or don't need. (laughs) Yeah. Doctor who's telling me I have high cholesterol. Is that Shut it? up. Yeah, yeah that's it. That Elf on the shelf. Elf on the shelf. Pretty big problem. Uh, my problem is Christmas trees. Christmas trees? Mm. Wait a second. Two, <laughs> two Christmas-related problems? <laughs> yeah, who showed up Who showed up to this party <laughs> without their tie on? What? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess it is, uh, you know, it is, what is it, Christmas? It's Christmas. It wouldn't be It wouldn't be a Christmas episode without a half an hour argument about politics. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's how Christmas is in my house. <laughs> Merry Christmas, fuck faces. <laughs> oh, God. Two, oh, my God. Two years ago, the Obamacare. Ah, oh, forget it. It's, yeah. So, but I want to hear about Christmas trees because I like trees. Christmas trees, so I want to hear the problem. I like them. Christmas trees too, but liking them distracts me from the prob- the huge problem of them. I like them. They're a testament to man's superiority over nature. Yeah. Right? That's cool. You go out, you dominate Mother Nature, you just chop it down at will. Then you take it home and you dress it up. Yeah. To add insult to injury. Sure. Right? Yeah. I like the way they smell. Okay? But they're a huge fucking pain in the ass. Your dog pisses on them. You got to water them all the time. Mm. They dry out. What are, I, got a, I got a Christmas tree in my apartment right now, right? Yeah. Many, many stories up, old building. Right. When that thing, after Christmas, I have no idea how I'm going get to get rid of it. I'm just going to have to throw it out the window. Yeah, that's what you, <laughs> you do. You simply have no choice. I have no choice. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that with a mattress before. Mm-hmm. You when threw I was, a mattress out the window? Yeah. You didn't get a couple of your friends to come over? Hey, let's get this. Uh... No, I don't do that. Yeah. I don't like roping friends into yeah. manual labor. Okay. So I don't know what I'm going to do with this tree. I'm not going to. How do you carry out a dead, dried up Christmas tree? You put you put a big bag over it. And you just, a bag? Where am I going to get this gigantic bag? Well, what if you lit it Stores. on fire? <laughs> I mean, wouldn't that get rid of it? What if you true. burnt it up? That's true. Yeah. I'll he, call the fire department preemptively. You guys, it's not I, I got a Christmas tree last year, the first real Christmas tree I ever got. And I wasn't planning on buying one because they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. And I was That's just, another problem. Yeah, they're very expensive. And I was walking down the street and I saw this Christmas tree, this like perfectly good Christmas tree thrown out next to a dumpster. So I walked over and picked you it up. You are like Charlie Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I You're bald. It was, dude, shut up, People Mysterios. made fun of you. <laughs> you probably couldn't kick a football. I can kick. I can kick, buddy. That's the one. You, I'm good for a kick. You want to make a bet number two? <laughs> the apple bet didn't work out so well for you. Yeah. Anyway, I brought home this Christmas tree, and it was swell. You're this always was wearing a- the same T-shirts. I'm sorry. Yeah? Please continue. Please continue. You got me on that one. So you picked up a discarded tree? Yeah, it was great. Garbage. Here's the thing, Sean. No, it wasn't garbage. Was it after Christmas? No, it was just before Christmas, and the reason it was thrown out, it was like a fresh tree, perfectly good tree, and the reason it was thrown out is because it was just before the holiday break, and this company was taking off, obviously, until the next until the new year, so they didn't want this tree sitting there drying out for two weeks in their... In their um, offices so oh. they put this tree next to the dumpster and i, I picked it up. i'm like wow it's a really great tree it's a big size it was beautiful uh brought it home that was my christmas tree and then and then when it was drying up and ready to toss out i just put a big bag over it right out where'd you get that bag just go to um uh there's there are the, uh grocery stores they have these seven things called grocery bag. stores no you just get they get um you can get like even saran wrap will work you just wrap it around oh, a few times. saran wrap i'm wrapping up a tree just throw it out the window <laughs> well, or that it's Hollywood. They'll figure it out. Some yeah. bum will live in it. What Maybe if you, a family of bums. What if you chop it up into pieces in your apartment and then throw the pieces at 
strangers on the street from your window. Like a corpse? Kind of like, yeah, exactly. Like you're, you're kind of like a Christmas tree sniper. Like, you know, people that look bad, you know, people that you don't like, you know, just like the look of them. Look, they are very expensive. Yeah. Christmas yeah, trees. they're expensive. How much did you pay for yours, Dick? 120 Oh, man, that's, yeah. a, that's an expensive tree. I tried to negotiate with the guy, too. Yeah, you should. Yeah. I was with this girl. I was like, yeah, check this out. Check this out. I'm going to negotiate like Trump with this guy. Uh, right? well, I just, hey, hey, buddy, how much is this tree? And he's like, uh, 12 bucks a foot. And I'm like, well, um, how about uh, eight bucks a foot? And he goes, no, I, we can't do anything like that. I'm like, well, then I'm out of here. Uh-huh. How do you like that? And he goes, okay. I'm just kidding. Let's go. Um, I'm back in. 12 bucks are fine. Um, what about the stand? I need a stand. He's like, that's two bucks. I'm like, how about you throw it in? And he goes, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great negotiation. So you bought a 10-foot tree, paid exactly what he was asking for. Yeah. 120 uh, bucks. No, it wasn't even 10 feet. I don't know how it got up to 120 bucks. Yeah. There was a bunch of other fees and shit. Taxes and shit. Oh, they probably have like a convenient, a cleanup fee and a restoration fee and all this other. So this is what the, so by the way, the reason that they're so expensive this year, guess what? The drought. Oh. So they planted ninety oh, yeah. percent. I read of their ninety percent of their seedlings they planted died this year. We simply couldn't get water the amount of time. This is what the farmer says. I'm afraid when it's all said and done that we didn't raise our prices enough because of the higher costs for labor, fuel, and fertilizer will be significantly lower. In fact, we may be in the red. The poor Christmas tree farmers. They <laughs> lost money on this deal, you guys. Mm. We should be grateful that they provided these outrageously expensive trees. That, the- sounds, that sounds like a lot like a car salesman being like, we're selling it to you at cost. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. We're not making we any money. We already bought we're the goddamn tree. You don't deal. rub it in. Yeah. $8 million. $800 million what That's- we spend on real trees. And another $2.6 billion. On artificial trees That's during the, the holiday that, season. How, yeah, how that makes that? sense. Why not artificial trees? Because I grew up with an artificial tree that we brought out every year, and man, I love the smell of that thing. It smelled like mothballs and, and plastic and <laughs> yeah, mothballs. plastic and mothballs. But that smell was really comforting to me because every time we pulled it out of the box, I'm like, oh, it's Christmas. That's the Christmas smell. And it was all the we had those old um, '70s uh, lights. Yeah, the ornaments with with the bubbling lights, like the little. Oh, um, those were cool. Those were really. You can't cool. get them anymore. Oh, now it's just chintzy. LED lights. Yeah. Whatever yeah, we thing. had an artificial tree too for most of my childhood, and I liked it a lot. Like, people always make fun of artificial trees. I don't know why. It's really convenient. Like, I would bring it up from the basement. Like, half of it's already decorated because I was the one that put it away next year, just like <laughs> shoving it down the stairs. Yeah. Like, I like artificial trees. You know how many fires Christmas trees cause oh, every no. year? How many? Yeah, I bet this is 250,000. 250,000 fires? A million fires? No, it's actually yes. 230. <laughs> oh, 230. 230 period. I was say 250,000. I was absolutely willing to believe like a 100,000% markup on the amount of fires. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, of course they do. They're big match sticks. Yeah. yeah. They say it, almost all of those fires are from overloaded sockets. Because especially oh. with the lights that we use now, they're not hot enough to light a tree no, no matter how dry it is. You can grab those light bulbs at any point no matter how long oh, they've been stupid on. Stupid LED lights. I'd be curious to see what the decline, if any, there was in uh, fires, house fires, since we've switched mostly to LEDs. Do you have anything like that, Dick? No, I don't have anything like that. I do have the uh, the invention of the of the Christmas tree, though. Yeah, where because I've heard conflicting things. Where, yeah, and I don't believe a lot of them. Yeah, right. Like one story I read said, well, Martin Luther, you know, 
was walking home, probably drunk, and he saw he saw a bunch of trees and the stars were shining through them. And he was so impressed with their beauty that he brought one in and uh, wired a bunch of candles to it to recreate the effect. Can you imagine like how much of an asshole you would have to be to do that? The Lutheran Martin Luther, that yeah, guy? Martin Luther, the guy nailing his yeah. uh, his complaints on churches. Decree, yeah. Was one of the complaints that trees are too expensive? I don't think so. Okay, so he comes in and wires candles to it. I gotta assume the guy has lives with some people, right? Obviously drunk. This is obviously a drunk move. Well. As all these stars, <laughs> yeah. I thought, why don't I bring this tree in and tie a bunch of candles to it? Like, well, you got a, a pine tree. That's going to be a problem if you light a bunch of candles and tie yeah, it. What are you doing? The- you're bringing you're yeah. bringing the forest into the house. We have we have spent centuries trying to get out of the forest and build houses that have no forest in them. You're bringing the forest back into the house. So I don't believe that one. Yeah. Uh, then then I read another story that said German pagans worshipped you know uh worshipped the norse gods and that thor thor's symbol was the mighty oak so this guy saint uh saint bonerface i think <laughs> saint bonerface uh, saint bon- sounds- boniface saint boniface? Well, i don't know how you pronounce it okay uh <laughs> he cut down the oak tree to spite them and replaced it with a pine tree and said that the triangle shape represents the holy trinity so out of spite Huh. We have the Christmas tree. I, that makes sense. I like sense. that. Yeah, I that like, makes I like sense. That. Yeah. I don't think some drunken asshole was walking home from nailing his list of gripes to a church and then said, oh, look at all these stars and these trees. I'm going to bring that in and uh, create this effect in my house. Huh. Yeah. Um, I, liked, I like that explanation a lot. Yeah, me too. Because it means every time we put up a Christmas tree, we're giving the middle finger to Thor. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Fuck Thor. Long live Odin. Um, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, even Thor and Odin fight. I mean, come on. I'm a you big can fan be of in favor of one and not the other. Yeah, I'm in favor of Odin. Um, you know that year that I brought home that Christmas tree. That uh, that real. That's the only time I've ever had a real Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Uh, when I was bringing it home, my you know my crazy uh, next door neighbor, the uh, the hippie bitch. Yeah, yeah. She she yelled at me. She goes. Ah, why don't you cut down more trees? I said, and I, I just, I was so tired. I was like tired and exhausted. Just, I blurted out the first thing out of my mouth. I just said, shut up, bitch. And I just kept dragging my tree home. She goes out of her way to fuck with you. Oh, yeah, she's she awful. Not just everyone, everyone. She's just a terrible, terrible witch. I can't wait till she dies. And, 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 uh, this is the first time I'm announcing it on the podcast, but when she does, and hopefully soon, I'm going to have maybe a, a fan get together, a fan oh, meetup. That's great. We'll have a big, yeah, big party uh, to celebrate her passing. I think it'd be fantastic. We'll make cookies. We'll make cr- pine tree cookies. How about that? that when she fun. dies of natural causes, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know there are some huge fans of the show. Yeah, you should go to her estate sale and oh. buy her car just to burn it, or oh buy buy yeah. a bunch of stuff yeah. of hers just to burn because it. Because don't because some of that stuff they'll sell for a penny just to get rid of it, and then you yeah. can pee on it and poo on it. Yeah, or, uh, I, mean, I mean, that's like bringing garbage to the dump. You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Anyway, Dick, uh, sorry. Ornaments, no, all these fucking plinky, dinky ornaments that you got to put on the tree every year and then put them away. All of mom's precious ornaments. That they're, so they're so fragile, too. so like if you, It's like if you drop this thing, it's like, no, you made that in second grade yeah. for me. And it's like now it's gone forever, much like my baby is. And, and then so- your mom looks out the window and goes, it's going to be a cold Christmas this year because you <laughs> dropped an ornament. You're absolutely – you are making such a good case about they're a big, this. Like I like them, but there's there are a lot of underlying yeah. problems. They're problematic. They're only problems. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dick, uh, I, I, two things I realized. First of all, you 
don't know the true cost of ornaments until the day after Christmas. Because they oh, marked right. those fuckers up like $20 <laughs> for like 10 I'm like, I don't know. Is this a good price? Does it cost $2 per bulb? I mean, I can buy an actual light bulb with filament in it that's like a dollar. Mm-hmm. This is costing me $2 and does nothing. It just sits there. It's true. Uh, then the day after Christmas, it's like 99 cents for like 10. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's the real cost. Uh, that's what, that's actually what it costs. Um, the other thing, Dick, I just remembered that the reason I brought in that superhero worship problem a couple episodes back, and I completely forgot to talk about it, was because there were so many superhero ornaments this year. Oh, yeah. And they these ornaments, these motherfuckers have marked oh, that up bums the, me out. The superhero that ornaments? superhero ornaments. Yeah, and get this. They cost like $7 for a little inanimate one without joints. Yeah. One that you just hang there. That costs more than the actual superhero that you could put, a, that you tie a string around its neck. Yeah, yeah you're right. For a, couple, for a couple more dollars, you could hang Captain America from your tree. The actual Captain America action figure rather yeah. than the shitty ornament that does nothing and it's it's just molded plastic. Yeah. You know how much we spend on these shitty ornaments? Six billion dollars. Holy on Christmas cow. decorations. Oh LED lights. 16 foot tall inflatable Santas. Pre-decorated Christmas trees. Like I think they're professional versions of the one you have, Asterios. Yeah, they, they don't look as good properly. Yeah. And, uh, and they're crooked. They're all crooked. <laughs> Ooh. You get that tree in there, you think it's going to be a testament to your strength, but really it's just a reminder of your incompetence and yeah. the general failure that is life. You're talking it's, about real trees? Yeah. yeah. I imagine the fake ones are crooked as well. Nothing's perfect. Maybe, but there's always a bad side, too. you got to oh, figure out yeah. which yeah, side to put to the true. wall or into the corner. Because there's always a patch. Like trees, Natural trees always have like some weird brand, like area that didn't grow in fully. Can I tell you guys about the worst Christmas ornament I've seen before we wrap up? Yeah. This sure. this was sold last year uh, in Star Trek The Wrath of Khan. You know, the big scene at the end is where Spock sacrifices himself to shut down the warp core. And him and Captain Kirk touch hands through safety glass as Yay. Spock dies. Yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine doing that with like your friend? Yeah. Like he's, I see that this is so this was part of my problem last week with geriatric action heroes that all new action heroes are these pussy whipped underwear models. They're all these yeah. they're just they're they're there's not an ounce of masculinity in them. It's and every single interview about their role is how did you get those abs? Yeah. Fuck your abs. I was I paid millions of dollars to get into shape. I want a guy who is an asshole. Like every single male action star who's new starts the movie pussy whipped. He starts the movie pursuing some girl who does not want to talk to him. Have you noticed that? Jurassic World, Chris Pratt is after that uh, redheaded chick in the beginning. It's like, how about we go into my uh, little trailer here and fuck? And she's like, not if you were the last man on earth, dude. He starts Guardians of the Galaxy wanting to bang that green broad, which we all do. Yeah. But he's like, uh, Indiana Jones too. W- Willie, fuck you, bitch. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hook up with you. I don't run with you. I'm Indiana Jones, motherfucker. I don't have time for you. Then they both hate each other. Okay, that's that's what being a man and an action hero is about. Ah, but that's that's the world. That's the guys we look up to. These slavishly drooling men who are pining over these chicks who don't want to talk to them, which already is weird. That starts weird, saying that that's normal, that you want to pursue this woman who has nothing, who wants nothing to do with you, and that's okay? That's weird in and of itself. But she's the prize you win at the end for saving the world. That's 
see her get to win her post. Isn't that great? Oh, Isn't it, it great when women are prizes for men who've done a good job? No, but it goes the other way too, serious. And this is something I'm going to uh, make a video about. I'm kidding. No, no, no. no. I'm going to get killed the, for that no, no, one no, no, comment. No, 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 here's what, right, you, right. you cuck. I know. Exactly. <laughs> call, you're killed for that one comment. A couple episodes ago, I mentioned, like, Dick, when you were going up to the shooting range, I'm like, oh, why don't you just uh, go up there with, the, with one of your guns and a couple of magazines? And some guy was just like, just jump you down my clips. throat. Yeah. I said clips. Yeah. Oh, well, so yeah. That was what the guy yeah. was like. Hey, Maddox, it's it's clips or it's magazines, not magazines. clips. You you fucking liberal SJW cock. <laughs> like just like jump down my throat. Oh. It's like you socialist. You fucking. I'm like, get the fuck out, dude. Calm the fuck down. I wanna, Maddox, you, I mean, you thing- obviously don't even know which way to point a gun. You don't know the difference between a magazine and a clip. Uh, to wrap up that Christmas ornament. Long story short, there's a Christmas ornament of Kirk and Spock holding hands as Spock dies. You can hang down in the tree. But to go to the magazines versus clips. Thing. I saw this thing on Reddit. Okay, so during the I France during the France terror attack, there's a guy who's on Reddit and he's like, "People are shooting at us. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I might die." The guy updates. He, he he goes he goes. There's clips. That this guy just keeps loading clip after clip into his gun, and seven people go like, "Please stay safe," but also it's a magazine. <laughs> Fucking pedantic nut jobs. Mm-hmm. Fucking assholes. There, there's another thing I saw just recently on Reddit. Um, it said, it was a link. It said, here's the most popular magazine in the Middle East. And you click on it, it's like an AK-47 magazine. <laughs> very, <laughs> and, and, very popular and, and, and for people who don't know still, I'm not talking about the one you flip through. The, the one you load into the gun. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you thought it was like I yeah. thought you were talking about a gun magazine. No, no, it's not a gun magazine. It's just a magazine, just a gun magazine. That, that goes into a gun. Yeah, <laughs> I think yeah, so. I think the next step in that Spock and Kirk yeah. like holding hands, it's going to be straight up Midnight Express, where Spock takes his shirt off and rubs his nipples on the glass so Kirk can do it from the other side. <laughs> That's what it's going to... Like, why? Who? Well, they're holding hands? They're holding hands? They can't give an affirmative nod to each other like a man? Why are we celebrating this shit? Yeah, if my friend's ever dying through glass, I'm just going to give him the gun finger and go, bro up, buddy. Are you going to reach out and hold his hand? If he reaches his hand out, I'm not going to be like... No homo, buddy. I'm going to rub my balls on it. Oh, yeah, you like that? Take this, huh? Go get out of here. Go save everybody. What if your friend was dying and he was like, I just want to, like, a a full-on tongue make out? Like, would you, would you do a stereos? I, I know, Dick, you would say, you would say of no. Of course not. I would knock his ass out. Okay. That's, I would say, fuck the ship. Boom. A stereos, <laughs> would you make out with your, your dying best friend? I would tell him I'd be right back. And then I wouldn't come back. <laughs> L- you would lie to him. Yeah. The sneaky Greek. <laughs> what would you do? You would probably be the friend. Huh? Uh, no, I would say, okay, just shut your eyes and then zip. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I could see you doing that if you were dying, like trying to trick somebody into kissing you. I would. Yeah. I'm going to die, but I, I need you to kiss me. I want you to kiss me just to screw with. Uh, all, right. all right, guys. My problem this week was homeschooling. The elf on the shelf. Christmas trees. See you next Tuesday. Go buy Asterios' Mega Man comics, for God's sake. I can just imagine Maddox sitting in the movie theater when Jar Jar Binks comes on and he's looking around at all the other fucking geeks and they all have tears coming down their face and Maddox has tears coming down his face sorry (laughs) and they just fucking crying into the popcorn wondering what happened to their precious 
shitty franchise <laughs> that I don't even fucking get. Die Hard, except for the last one, was a better franchise than Star Wars will ever be. I agree with they that. They should do some yeah. fucking prequels on that shit. No, they should not do prequels no, on that. Fucking John McClane and little fucking Johnny McClane. That is the wrong takeaway from that. Taking bitches in the face and walking on other broken glass and shit. <laughs> I think he fell asleep. All right, what? one more. Some guy, there's more Star Wars stuff. Some guy was criticizing our, um, where we said that Darth Vader was the father. When did they decide that? Yeah. Oh, God. It's more fucking fan theory. Okay, let's hear this nerd. Well, I I think he's right. Oh, God, you fuckers. All right. So, recently (laughs) there was an article released. Luke Skywalker, Mark Hamill, stated that he had to hold in a secret for at least two years. And that secret was that he knew that Darth Vader was his father, mostly due to the fact that during the scene between him and Obi-Wan Kenobi, they, they actually mention it but they cut it out from both the script and the movie. So, yeah, they knew. So, mm-hmm. you, Mike Stokasa, So, why would he mention it if it was cut out of the script? We're wrong. Go fuck yourself. All of you. No, 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 no. Uh-uh, that's bullshit. Oh, you have an opinion? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tune in next week to hear it. You're <laughs> I mean, really upset you, this guy talking He's about so full of shit. These fucking apologists, man. They, 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 put, they put way too much. Like, George Lucas didn't do shit when he was recording that shit. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had Luke and Leia kiss. kissing. Kissing, yeah. That's yeah. true. He didn't know shit about that franchise. He, he didn't expect it to be that successful. He didn't expect jack shit. And he's retroactively adding all the shit. It's just like um, Tommy Wiseau from the room. He's like, oh, I was, I was making a dark comedy. Uh, no, you weren't. You just made a shitty movie. I wonder if you stacked <laughs> Tommy Wiseau up against George Lucas, who would make a product that you wanted to watch more. It's a toss-up. Like, without studio intervention. Yeah. Like with, could, Because I would rather watch Tommy Wiseau's new sitcom than the prequels. True. To, you know what? We've seen Unrestrained Tommy Wiseau, yes. and it's brilliantly bad. Yes. And we've seen Unrestrained George Lucas, and it's just bad. Boring. Boring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tommy Wiseau Tommy over Wiseau Lucas. Tommy Wiseau wins.